0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I say I'm in law. Welcome back. We are live. We are in full effect. As a matter of fact, welcome ahead to the best time of your week ahead of time. We are live right here on the NFC Lighthouse radio frequency, and we are so happy and thankful to be here once again. <clears throat> Excuse me while I sneeze, you guys, one more time. (laughs) We definitely don't want to go too far within the show without paying homage, giving honor, respect, and praise where it is due to our divine, righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Um, Definitely during this time of the year when, you know, proposed or supposed holy days or holidays Um, are celebrated um, when so many of our ancestors actually lost their lives and their actual death is what was being celebrated with the cutting of the turkey and other rituals um, that a lot of us blindly participate in. So at a time when the deaths of so many of our ancestors are actually being unconsciously celebrated, I definitely want to give a special shout-out this uh, particular episode um, and a a, a to all our uh, ancestors that have passed on. Also, much thanks to our dear Brother Ampu and fearless leader here at Inner White House Radio. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for another divine opportunity. Uh, it just... It's like a dream, and it's no small thing that Neptune stationed you guys. Um, Neptune Station actually over the weekend of the it was the it was the show we didn't do. I'm pretty sure. Let me see Neptune Station. Yes. Saturday, November the 19th, you guys, at 6.43 p.m. is when uh, Neptune Station directs at 9 degrees and 14 minutes of Pisces. It does not leave the zone until March the 10th of 2017 that evening, um, I believe 5.20 p.m. Eastern time. And so, uh, what in my observation, it was just just like any other retrograde, you guys. Any other station, period. I don't care if Neptune was stationing retrograde, or like it did this um, uh, on the nineteenth uh, Saturday evening, stationing direct. Either way it goes, when a planet is stationing, the energies of that 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 planet expresses itself through are going to be intensified, majorly intensified. So, for instance, um, around this time that weekend, my dreams were popping. I was dreaming so vividly. I was remembering my dreams, every little detail. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, Also, in a broader sense, I kind of feel like maybe Neptune retrograde was like this fuzzy, hazy, cloudy you know um energetic place to maneuver through and boy, oh boy, it seems like when that sensationing direct thinks dreams are coming true like a mofo. the uh, the new Kardashian baby look I can't even believe I said they name on my show, but even this baby's name is dream, and she appeared. You know, around this same time, so I love all those divine connections um neptune the Neptune frequency does also talk about unconditional love, which I have felt channeling through and to and around me so heavily um Neptune also <laughs> governs sleep um i've I've been trying to get it in y'all when and where I can. I've got so much going on right now, but um definitely been indulging myself as much as possible when and where I can. But I love the whole um uh the energy of Neptune surrounding like the dissolution of anything. You know, Neptune is this energy that can merge with absolutely anything. So that's a beautiful energy to have um, potent potent at a time surrounding its station like we have with Neptune going on right now. As a matter of fact, when I get to it in the week ahead, we're discussing this week today, Wednesday the 23rd. We are discussing in the week ahead Sunday the 27th through um, Saturday, December the 3rd, okay? And they're on the... When is it, y'all? The 29th. I know this. I know this. (laughs) There on the 29th, we have the very new moon in that super Sagittarius that actually has some major um, aspects to Neptune. So this Neptune energy is not one to be overlooked. It's not one to even really be played with. I know it seems like, oh, Neptune, you know, um, uh, uh, dreams and sleep, you know, it's no big deal. But Neptune is also that confinement. Come on. <laughs> Neptune is also the hugeness of forgiveness and acceptance and surrender. And so um, let those keywords definitely encourage you and spur you on to um, resolve the boundaries in your life that prevent you from living your dreams, okay? I am living proof um, that just at least even being able to recognize these energies, that gives you an opportunity to to play with them and manipulate them and and, and utilize them in different ways for, the, for your benefit and the benefit of your loved ones. So with that, let's definitely jump on in here. Um, I wanted to def, uh, speak on... Neptune a bit more than I did last week. I didn't just really dig into this Neptune station last week. I almost kind of just breezed right through it and glossed over it. Um, but since observing it, <laughs> you know, I had to speak on it um, a bit more extensively. Um, of course, you can always go back to last. If you want to catch up and hear all the information like so many of you that special super special shout out to all the listeners and the consistent listeners and the listeners that share and the listeners that subscribe and the listeners that follow and retweet you guys are awesome those extra love gifts cannot be overlooked i just had to take a moment in the show um at a time of the year when people are giving thanks for different things for different reasons, I definitely want to say thank you thank you, thank you. I am just so happy and thankful for each and every one of you um, you know what we're embarking upon here uh, forecasting astrological forecasting um, a beautiful beautiful baby in the in in my family uh I, his mom wanted to know more about what I did and, you know, the the show and the baby he is I call him a baby but yeah, you know, I call all my my mama's babies my babies but um I believe he is ten. And he said, Oh, so you're like the weather you're like the weatherman <laughs> And so I say, yes, exactly. It's the same thing, forecasting. And so, you know, we're taking a look at the week ahead and we are uh, analyzing the energies and reading the energies and seeing how we can get in where we fit in, okay? Because we can't stop any alignments from happening. We can't delay their impending exactness, but what we can do is is acknowledge, make ourselves aware, and um, make a decision in advance ahead of time of how we want to experience these energies, okay? And so where we are today, um, the moon is actually already in Libra. It was void for a while. I told you all last week that when the moon went void there on Tuesday afternoon, it would stay void through this afternoon, and as of 1219, I apologize, as of 142 p.m. Central Time, the moon is officially in Libra, just in time for the Holy Days. If you are planning on spending time with family, friends, or loved ones um, here through through Friday Rising, because it's 7.52 a.m. Central on Friday, the 25th, this Friday, we're not in the week ahead just yet, but the moon does go void there in Libra, so it's it's not void and it's actively in Libra through Friday rising, okay. And in between, then we've got that Jupiter Jupiter Pluto square we discussed last week. Um, we have the Venus Pluto alignment that we discussed last week, which is beautiful and rare. There, at fifty. All this is happening at 15 degrees, okay. And um, we've got the Venus Jupiter square. Since Venus and Pluto are aligned in the sky, then if Pluto squares Jupiter, then Venus is going to square Jupiter too. Okay, and so there's a lot here. Over oh, it's it's a beautiful thing because if you're going to have a Venus Pluto alignment where you know the energies of power and on a low vibrational level manipulation and coercion and control, if you're going to have that kind of intense energy, you want the moon to be in a sign that's governed by Venus to bring the ease, to bring the relaxation, to bring the peace and the tranquility. So be encouraged that, you know, I know for certain that a lot of times when families get together, especially when they don't normally get together, around the holidays, that a lot of old issues can come up, a lot of unsaid, unspoken words, you know, and old hurt feelings, all kind of stuff. But be comforted that the moon being in Libra, even as already as of now, is, is creating an atmosphere where we're going to be emotionally satisfied to be together, to extend ourselves, to see another's point of view. Um, to enjoy, actually enjoy a conversation. And if it isn't for any other reason but for the reason of peace and tranquility that we all agree and decide, you know what, we're going to put it to the side and just enjoy some quality time with the family, creating new memories and just loving on each other. And um, so that could easily go on. Venus is just a beautiful, beautiful, um, Energy governing Libra that just sets the tone for a wonderful time uh, it, Of course, Libra is an air sign So there could be some really pivotal conversations that take place um, Here over the next few days And, and likely they're going to have a tone of tactfulness and diplomacy And, um, and beauty, okay And so uh, teamwork, cooperation, partnering up Um, And definitely even Libra governing that seventh house is going to talk about um, our shadow selves as well. So we we may have an opportunity to confront and communicate with over the next couple of days our other side, our shadow self, the parts of us that we don't readily acknowledge in ourselves, so we're forced to deal with them uh, through others that are around us, anything that is being reflected through the other, anything that we don't like that's showing up in people around us, it is merely a reflection of energies unacknowledged within ourselves, okay? So consider that as well when you're considering, you know, well, how am I supposed to be tactful and diplomatic and um, personable and compromising, and I can't even stand this particular person or family member, right? Well, first thing first, put yourself in that person's shoes because 10 times out of 10, the reason you have such strong feelings against them is because you are identifying with them, through them, a part of yourself that you don't want to deal with, that you don't want to acknowledge, that you are in denial about. And so you're forcing, subconsciously, you're being forced to deal with it through others. Okay, so this actually is going to be a good time To examine yourself, examine yourself in relation to the other, examine yourself in relation to the team, examine yourself in relation to the relationship, okay, and take full responsibility. That's going to help you be tactful. (laughs) That's going to help humble you when you figure out, guess what, let me put myself in this other person's shoes. This could easily be me. What would I do if I was in their position? How would I want somebody to come at me? Even if I had, you know, uh, uh, offended somebody or done a egregious thing, how would I want somebody to come at me, okay? And like I said, there's a lot going on while the moon's in Libra, so we're going to need to draw upon all that energy that we can, okay? Um, I mean, we're cool, soothing colors. We are talking about Mars's. Uh, higher octave here when we're talking about this Venus alignment with Pluto and the square to uh Pluto from Jupiter, okay um whenever you've got a Jupiter square, be it Pluto or anything else, but especially when you're dealing with such a potent, powerful psychological you know energy, such transformative <laughs> energy such as Pluto on the lowest end with the square to Jupiter, you can just be. <sighs> too powerful for your own good, you know, like not able to even um, successfully harness all of your power because of a potentially lower manifest. You don't want to be vibrating low, low Pluto, and have Jupiter expand it. You know what I mean? That's a Jupiter square you don't want when you're dealing with manipulation, coercion, jealousy, obsession, psychological imbalances, and dysfunction. Okay, so just be careful. Um, self love is still extreme self love. You know, when I when we when it was Scorpio season, we were heavily here at Mama Dada Astrology. We were heavily promoting um, extreme self care, extreme self love, and here. In this sensitive, sensitive, you know, last few days of the current week that we're in, I strongly suggest the same. If you're feeling like you're not getting enough love, if you feel like you're not getting enough affection or attention, give it to yourself. That is one of the most powerful things you can do is recognize and realize that within your own hands lies the ability to make yourself happy, lies the ability to, to, to be happy within yourself and thereby not attract, you don't really have to deal with the jealous tendencies in others or obsessive tendencies within yourself if you're tending to your own garden, your own well, your own backyard, okay? There's gold in them, their hills right in your own backyard, I promise. I'm a living testimony. Shout out to my mama's babies, y'all. Oh, my goodness. My mama's babies go the hardest. Of the hard, okay? Um, they go ham, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, we signed on a new mama's baby within the last couple of weeks, and that's been going amazingly well. Thank you, and big shout out to all of you guys who are subscribers to the weekly service for transit. You get your week ahead um, uh, report with all of your transits. Um, All of the personal planets are included as well as the moon, so you can, you know, know what influence is going to be had on your mood potentially from day to day, as well as from week to week, um, the other personal planets that are affecting you directly. Mars, um, talking about how and what actions we're taking and what's influencing those actions and how to best direct those actions you know, and I I would go down the list of all the planets, y'all, but I definitely, I've got some horoscopes for you guys for the um, super Sagittarius new moon. And uh, I definitely want to make sure I get those in. Shout out to myastrologycoach.com and um, clicking on the learn tab. I always refer people to that for just, you know, very, uh accurate and specific information uh, about all the planets and the energies they carry, all the houses and how they associate with the planets and the signs. So please, please, please check that, uh, um, check out the myastrologycoach.com website and shout out to Astrology King um, for a lot of the information for the show notes for today, as well as the Dark Pixie Astrology for the horoscopes, Okay. All right, well, let's let's see, y'all. The moon does go uh, void, like I said, Friday rising, 7.52 a.m. Central Time. The moon opposes Uranus, and for 18 hours and 9 minutes, which is most of the day on Friday, the moon is void, okay, from early rising, 7.52 on until 2.01 a.m. Saturday, early, early rising, when most are probably still sleep, okay? So while the moon is void most of Friday, this is not the Friday for the first date, okay? Likely, um, I'm not really worried, probably a lot of the corporations aren't really doing a lot of heavy business on a on um a corporate holiday such as Black Friday, but just in case. Wouldn't necessarily do an interview this Friday. Um important presentations, large purchases, which is quite interesting considering it is what is commonly referred to in the United States as Black Friday on the Friday that we have this void moon most of the day. So um, if you can get your Black Friday shopping, in, uh, well, I know some of the stores are doing the early Friday thing, but it'll still be void even at like 6 p.m. on Friday. So what, I, what you can do in avoid moon is take stops and make to-do lists so maybe you can organize what you want to get, you know, on Friday and to make that list and, you know, review and refine and edit um, and get rid of excess, maybe making room for the new that you want to bring in. I just wouldn't do it this particular Friday because of the void moon status. Not a large purchase. If you're making the thing is, if you're making important large purchases during a void moon, then the items you bought may potentially not even get used. They might not turn out as expected. All kind of things can happen. But you know, do how you choose. I will also mention that um it's a good time for finishing up things that have already um gotten started before the moon goes void um and getting together like i said no no first dates you know this Friday, but getting together with established friends and family, and you definitely should be having some more peaceful rest and sleep um During the void moon Then like I say Saturday early rising 201 a.m. central time The moon enters Scorpio And then you can get to the root Of what's really motivating you Then you can get to the bottom Of what's really going on Then if you need to do some excavating of the soul um, Or uncover a mystery or, Or solve a problem You need a solution to a particular problem then then this is the time for that Then um, You know We'll, we'll be in emotionally Satisfied to go deep Dig deep and to uh, Take risks That we, we maybe While the moon was in Libra didn't want to take You see what I'm saying So maybe around the time of uh, the, the US holiday Then uh, You're not really As inclined to like Probe, ask really deep probing questions. You know, you're just going to leave it alone and kind of let it slide and just have a good time. But as of Saturday early rising, we're going to be wanting to go deep, okay? We're going to want to detox, do a major purge, um, uh, any weeding, any exercise, excavating types of activities taking you know out the trash given what taking the old clothes you may have get, uh, gotten together while the moon was void off friday since you couldn't you know do, take on these new initiatives then you know you're actually taking them out of the house as of saturday right and you're physically making room for the new that you want to come in. We have a new moon coming up in the week ahead, you guys, so this energy is just perfect for it. Enjoy yourself with your family over the holy day. And then as of Friday early rising, when that moon goes void, that's the start of it. That's when you're, you know, going to be emotionally satisfied to get rid of stuff, get rid of excess, and then moon and Scorpio is going to support that, Okay. Then we have um, the Mercury-Uranus trine. They're on Saturday, spoken about in last week's episode as well. And with that, my dear Mamas, babies, we are in the week ahead, Sunday, November 27th through Saturday, December the 3rd. And we start the week off with that moon going void, okay? the moon. We start the week off with the moon in Scorpio. And then... Um, About half into the day there on Sunday at 3.48 p.m. Central Standard Time, the moon sextiles Venus and goes void for 22 hours, okay? So we've got until Monday afternoon, 2.46 p.m., when the moon enters Sagittarius. So start the week off in Scorpio going deep um, for a good portion of the day on Sunday then that moon goes void um, there Sunday late afternoon and doesn't enter the next sign Sagittarius until Monday late afternoon, okay? So as of Sunday, it's probably just going to end up being a chill-out day. You know, 22 hours of void moon status, same kind of deal that was going on just just Friday right before Sunday. So just more of the same, more more getting ready for this new moon. I'm telling y'all, the moon goes into Sagittarius just Monday afternoon. So it's we're getting a lot of opportunities to keep up with this the the moon is still waning. It's still appearing smaller to us. And so it's still a good time energetically to prepare and make way something new. I wish I had my other calendar up. I'll pull it up here real quick. Uh, just I love. I, I remember talking about it at the last balsamic moon, and I just love the balsamic moon, which is right before the new moon. It's the last kind of little phase right before the new moon phase, and it kind of just has the void moon seal on it, which is so divinely perfect, y'all. I remember saying that the last time the balsamic moon came up And the balsamic moon is at 18 degrees Libra on Friday Okay And so at this point it feel At that point it's going to At this point it's going to feel like a void moon It's going to feel like a 12 house transit It's going to feel like You know what This is not the time to be doing a whole lot of striving Okay This is not a, the time to be doing a whole lot of Of physical work or labor, this is a time, that 12th house time of resting, of meditating, of recuperating, of rejuvenating, of um, recovering, of preparing for that what would be a first house transit like this new moon coming up just a few days after this balsamic moon, okay? So it's just as I had said, but even more on top of that, on top of the void moon. It's a balsamic moon, okay? And then we got two void moons to contend with, Friday and Sunday. And then the new moon there on Tuesday. So let me get y'all prepared for the Sagittarius energy in general. Well, I don't have to get y'all prepared. The sun's in Sagittarius right now. Happy Super Sagittarius season from Mama Dada Astrology. Um, you know, this is just Sagittarius is an energy governed by Jupiter, the great benefic, the ruler of the energies of optimism and and um, and and being positive and 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 having a sense of humor and a sense of adventure and and um, you know the ability to see the big picture. And the the uh, any long-distance journeys is governed by this. So it's a beautiful energy. Um, the low vibration of this energy is just to... Sagittarius is all about seeking the truth, you know, the higher wisdom. And uh, a lot of people aren't necessarily ready to hear it. And so one of the lower manifestations of the Sagittarius energy is just, you know, the the foot-in-the-mouth syndrome and just being a little bit too blunt, telling it a little bit too much like it is, being a little too matter-of-fact. And the thing about SADs is that most of them, they have no idea that they – you know, just put their foot in their mouth. To them, they were just being soldiers for truth. (laughs) To them, they were just, you know, that insatiable hunger that the quote-unquote archer has for um, to experience life, and, and they don't really have that filter that would slow them down. So it's definitely a, a, a thing of maturity that a Sagittarius typically has to learn to curb, not to curb their truth, but to p- perfect their delivery, okay? Um, but for the most part, being around a Sag, being a Sag, you're going to be lighthearted. Being it's being it Sag season, being we're having a Sagittarius new moon. Being that the moon is going to be going into Sag Monday afternoon, 2 46 p.m. Central Time, we're going to be satisfied to receive that honesty. Hopefully, with less of um, uh, less offense. Okay, less offense. Um, Sagittarius is a very passionate energy, and a lot of times it's a fire sign, okay. And so, any of the fire signs—Aries, Leo, Sagittarius—these people are going to be passionate and firey. They're going to be have a lot of energy and a lot of spirit, okay. Um, the fire signs correlate to the wands in the Tarot, and so that energy is just really passionate and sexual and spiritual and powerful, okay? And so that's a lot of what you're sensing a lot of times when one talks and maybe just says something a little too blunt or straight to the point or straightforward. I mean, for goodness sake, the glyph for Sagittarius is an arrow. What you think they aiming at. That arrow is never pointed down. It's not even pointed straight. It's pointed up. Because they're aiming for something much higher than your feelings being hurt. That wasn't the point of what they said. Nine times out of nine, it was not to hurt your feelings. It was because they saw a bigger picture or a vision, and they were aiming for a higher prize than your feelings could necessarily accommodate. And so... You know, it's sad. Sagittarius and hugger fads, you know. They don't mean you no harm. <laughs> and so um, uh, definitely Sagittarius is the, the, the adventure seeker. And so these people tend to go on journeys as well uh, throughout their lives in different ways, not just literal physical journeys, but also figurative journeys, journeys of the mind. These people tend to be avid readers. Um, these people tend to you know, um, be explorers in their own right in whatever way that they choose to express that, okay? And these people can also be like um, philosophers, and they like to, you know, pontificate and uh, travel, socialize, um, inspire Um, Sagittarius governed, governed by Jupiter, Governs religion and philosophy And education Higher education at that Okay Teaching So these are all keywords and things I'm mentioning so you can see How you want to tap into this Energy and frequency You definitely want to You should be tapping into it already The sun is here uh, Mercury has been in Sag Okay so if anything Uh if anything, this new moon is just officially initiating this energy into whatever area of life that is falling into your chart. Um, if you're listening to my show, then you definitely are a student of astrology in some capacity. So when you're on these other sites, when you're on uh, watching any videos or looking up any astrological information about you personally or about you know times in the future that you're interested to know about, um, keep in mind that um, that uh, the oh the, the like the key words that I'm giving you about this Sagittarius energy that you can initiate for the whole next year um, newness and freshness and set new initiatives and new goals in this in this area. Um, It it depends on where it's falling in your chart, what area of your life you may want to pinpoint, but for all of us, it's going to have something to do with likely education, likely travel, likely something spiritual, likely something expanding and growth-oriented and advancing. Um, So, I, for one, y'all know y'all's favorite astrologer is a super-duper Sagittarius. So, of course, Happy solar return season to me, <laughs> and uh, I am definitely looking forward to uh, initiating a new 28-day cycle with the next new moon. The The new moon influences last on the short term from one new moon to the next, okay? So when we hit this new moon in Sag, we're wrapping up the new moon in Scorpio season, and we're setting off a whole new 28-day cycle until we get to the next new moon, which is clearly going to be in Capricorn, okay? Um, on the long term, of course, we're setting up our next six months until we have the full moon in Sagittarius six months from now, okay? So at the new moon time, you guys, as you guys well know, this it's like a, it's like a blank Chalkboard. You can write whatever you want on it It's like a blank sheet of paper A blank canvas A new moon All possibilities are on the table And you know all of them are All the ideas we have And all the new initiatives we set forth on They're not going to all fix. But something really pivotal Can happen during this time If we set ourselves up right energetically Okay um, Everything's up for question Anything we've done up until now It can be made new if we so choose any old behaviors, um, any old habits, any old beliefs. We can question those and we can initiate, set about initiating new ways to move forward in those, okay? So this is the most ideal time. To, to make a fresh start You know some things may have been uh, um, Illuminated or revealed Or manifested at the, in the light Of the full moon we just had here In Taurus and you know You may have been ready then Oh I want to start something new Well it wasn't time yet We we still in full moon season Well as of next Tuesday November 29th 618 AM Central Time New moon in Sagittarius 7 degrees, 43 minutes, we're going to be able to make some fresh starts that can really take us to the next level, literally fooling around in Sag, okay? Um, The moon is going to be waxing after that. After the moon goes new, it's going to be waxing. It'll no longer be waning. It'll be waxing at that point forward um, till the next full moon. And so that there also is this growing energy of growth and expansion on top of the Sagittarius energy that's already this great expansive energy. so I just love how it co I love how those energies play out as to at a Sagittarius new moon, okay um. Now I told y'all before when the show got started that Neptune was a major player in this new moon And I will tell y'all about that more in depth here in just a minute um, But there are some asteroids uh, that are playing a major role in this blue nation as well, Okay So um, I won't get into all the specifics of what those asteroids are. I've already shouted out the um, websites that are so amazing. Y'all have to donate at these sites because their existence is invaluable, okay? Starting with myastrologycoach.com. But one of the asteroids that is very, very intricately linked with this new moon talks about triggering engagements and weddings, but also separations and divorces that would occur during the month of December, okay? So here at the 29th of November, new moon, some things can be initiated or triggered that could result in Separations, divorces, engagements, or weddings to occur in December 2016, okay? Um, If there is going to be any initiations or new initiatives like moving in with someone, it's going to likely occur during the first half, okay, of this new moon season, which is through the full moon. So between November 29th Sagittarius new moon And the next Full moon which is about 14 to a couple of weeks after that Uh if there's going to be Any moving in together it will likely Occur then while the moon is Waxing okay so this is what I'm telling y'all from the point Of the new moon through The full moon the energy Is growing it's waxing Advancement luck, opportunity Uh higher education Um uh, in the in the uh, in in ancient astrology, Sagittarius energy governed marriages and partnerships before Libra energy did. Before it was governed in the seventh house, it was governed in the ninth house of Sagittarius. So all of that can be taking place around this time. Okay, I'm just here a week early to tell you about it. You know that's what we do around here. We stay ahead to keep from having to get ahead, shout out to all of my mama's babies that just make it real, you know. It's one thing to kind of, and it's a whole other thing to even know that you know something, but it is an entirely different animal to have precious, priceless mama's babies that I get to keep up with and talk to week in and week out without fail, That um, I get to see and experience and observe this science, this mathematics, this spirituality, this this, this information that is so natural. It's just describing nature and watch it work for them, not just me. It was one thing to get on the radio and start talking to you guys about what had been working for me. Um, since I was exposed to the depth and the quality of information that Brother Ampu was bringing to the table years ago. But it's a whole other animal to watch it work for other people. That's when you know what you got access to is the real deal, and it's not no pie in the sky. It's not hidden behind a veil. You don't have to pay a membership to get in. You don't have to confess anything. You don't have to sack a... you may have to sacrifice some stuff. Y'all know I got kicked out in behind astrology. Y'all remember that? I didn't gone through it. I had to sacrifice a lot to get to come on this radio with you guys week in and week out without fail. Uh, so I can't necessarily say that, but it's been so worth it. It's been so worth it to connect with some beautiful spirits such as yourself. So thank you once again. I just can't say it enough. It looks like I'm going to take up half the show being thankful for y'all. I just appreciate you guys. Um, so now let's get to the Neptune part of this new moon configuration, okay? Now I told y'all that Neptune, it can, it can dissolve or weaken. You know, when I say dissolve, it, it also can have a weakening effect on whatever energy that it is um, aspecting, okay? So... With the sun squaring Neptune And the sun and the moon being together And the sky at a new moon Means the moon is squaring Neptune too I mean Of course that's going to You know Talk about relationships Our relationship to others As well as an inter And an inner relationship within ourselves Okay Our masculine and feminine energies Our sun and moon energies Our wants and needs All right and so with the sun governing more so um, our wants, then it, t- it can talk about a weakened willpower, okay, the sun being our ego or our will. And so we could experience guilt, disillusionment, confusion, um, gullibility or over-idealization, which in the end can lead to loss, okay, Um, Under this influence and energy, um, predators can easily hone in on your soft side or your, uh, you know, openness to being taken advantage of. And um, relationships can suffer, okay, due to deception and dishonesty around this time. So you see, you're starting to kind of get a picture. Uh, and, And I'm kind of coming in from it. Right now on this low Vibrational aspect Because I'm going to show you here in a second How Neptune does not have to be Lost Coming from being gullible And over idealizing Okay or, or being disillusioned And being Or somebody being dishonest Or deceptive um, What is interesting to note That either way it goes Secrets are going to be harder to keep and hard to uncover, likely, as well. So it's not going to bode well if you are vibrating on a low. If you're vibrating on low low Neptune, the deception, the delusion, the dishonesty, the confusion, at the time of a square aspect to an energy like the sun, you know, it's, it it can go really bad. Um, the moon squaring Neptune, which is, you know, we, with the sun, we're talking about our wants and our ego and our will. With the moon, we're talking about our needs and our habits and what we're familiar with, okay? And so with the moon squaring Neptune, it can actually, you know, influence our intuition in a distorted way. And we could, you know, dilute our own selves under this influence. Or um, be deceived by enemies And so um, We would be extremely emotionally sensitive Like I said, Neptune dissolves And the moon is our emotion So in a square, we could be very emotionally sensitive Very easily hurt, okay We could be very vulnerable to being taken advantage of and deceived Um, Because what it is, is that confusion the veil is so thin, people can read it off of you. They can easily re- be recognized by deceitful people, by people who prey, like I said before, predators, easily honing in at a time like this. Um, and with that asteroid that's in play at this time, it is often, it's in alignment with the sun and the moon. It's also in a challenging Aspect to Neptune, which can weaken the level of commitment in your relationship, where you could become increasingly suspicious or justify your increasing suspicions based on lies and sabotage. One partner could, you know, play the victim role or or the martyr, you know, and sacrifice their happiness to keep the relationship going. And then um, other Neptune and influences like alcohol and drugs and religion and illness um, could increase relationship tension as well. So monitor that. This is Once again, this ain't the time to be low-vibing on Neptune. Let me hip y'all to some of the higher vibrations, and then you can indulge and engage the energy that way. Once again, like I said before, you choose. That's why we're here a week ahead of time. Staying ready so we don't have to get ready, and we're doing that because we're going to choose to access this energy, especially in sad season, the highest way possible. Neptune, of course, is unconditional love, and I'm always a proponent of that, especially when you are talking about the inner relationship. Like I said, you, we could see these energies play out with others or within ourselves between us and our shadow selves, between us and our higher or lower natured selves, okay? And so we definitely um, can unconditionally love ourselves. One of the things that's going to help us from being self-deluded or, or in denial is to accept. That's an, a very high vibrational Neptunian um, influence is to be accepting or acceptant. Accepting of something Just being the way that it is What if you do uncover some secrets The moon going to be in Scorpio We we start the week off With the moon in Scorpio What if over the weekend You uncover some secrets And you got to do something new At this sad new moon What you don't want to do Is play the victim What you don't want to do Is be the martyr in your relationship So what you want to do Is to vibrate high on this Neptune frequency Starting with accepting Starting with forgiving Forgiving yourself Forgiving others Starting with surrendering Starting with being selfless That's high vibrational Neptunian Starting with meditating and praying That's high vibrational Neptune So what I'm I'm Getting at here Is that We can choose now to have an amazing Sagittarius new moon. We can choose now to incorporate into our new moon rituals or our new moon initiatives, our new moon goals. We can choose to incorporate some of these high vibrational Neptunian energies, so we don't have to worry about manifesting them on the low end. I don't have to worry about no lies and deception. Guess what? If I love myself unconditionally, I ain't. Bothered by none of that stuff, no way That's somebody else's karma They got to deal with their own lying karma Okay And then Neptune can dissolve Any of it anyway That's the best part about Neptune Neptune dissolves And merges with any and everything It is equal to or greater than anything That can come up against it if someone do, if someone does expose themselves to be a lying, sorry, sack of deceptive crap, guess what? You can merge with that stuff. You can dissolve that. You can become one with it. You can accept it and forgive it and move on, let go. That's another Neptunian vibration. It's the last, it governs the last sign, the 12th house. And so this is an energy that can let go and release and end things and make way for new beginnings. Maybe at this new moon, especially if you're having the new moon in a 12th house like Capricorn is, then maybe you're doing some new things at this new moon that pertain to ending. And you don't even have to be a Capricorn to do it because that Neptune energy is talking about that frequency as well, that vibration as well of ending things. So maybe you're setting forth some new initiatives on how to wrap things up, if that's what you're being called to do at this time, okay? I'm going to help break it down. Like I said, I got horoscopes for y'all. So I'm going to point you in the right direction for your sun, moon, or rising sign. If you are a woman, please, please, please listen to your moon sign horoscope. That's likely how you're going to experience this um, energy, at least internally, and at least you'll know how to to satisfy yourself as, as a woman and your emotions within the context of this new moon, how to maximize it and get the most out of it for this next 28 days and potentially six months to a year, depending on what you're working with and what you're trying to do, what your goals are, short-term, long-term, Okay. Uh, at the time of the new moon, you also have a Venus square to Uranus, and which we've discussed uh, because that influence all it, It's exact. Let me get that um, date and time for y'all. Gotta love the fact that my computer does not run as fast as I run. <laughs> um, where is Venus? Uranus, y'all. I I can't. Oh, it's the very next. It's the same day. Venus squares Uranus at 20 degrees. Venus being at 20 degrees, Capricorn Uranus at 20 degrees Aries, on the same day, the 29th. Um, but at 2:20 p.m. Central. Oh, y'all! I'm so funny. Mm, mm mm. I didn't even get um. My new moon horoscope. The horoscope that I got for y'all. Guess what? They are from. They are for later in the week when, drum roll please, <laughs> Mercury enters Capricorn. There on December the second. Okay, that is Friday in the week ahead. So. I'll just take them straight from the site. I ain't never scared, cause it's time to talk about it, y'all. Um, with the Venus square to Uranus, we do have uh, potential instability in love relationships, and that's kind of what I was saying about manifesting Neptune on the higher level. Yeah, you could find out some old bull about your relationship that some deception has been going on or a secret uncovered, or in or something like that, but. It could also, like I said, it could also involve weddings and, you know, moving in together. So as much as Neptune can be deceptions and lies and confusion, Neptune can also be unconditional love and selflessness in relationships. How do you choose to engage the energy, high or low? So with the Venus square Uranus, yeah, the unexpected. There can be unexpected urges within us or others around us. There could be unexpected events. There could be an. It is a square, so it could be challenging or testing. And what do I always tell y'all about challenges or tests that come that are uh, depicted in the square? They come for you to either build. You know, grow, develop within yourself, or you know, even externally build, or they come so you can, you know, turn a corner and do something different. So, um, if if it it can cause an increased need for for excitement and freedom, and so you know, look at it that way. If it's something that comes as a result of this energy to test or challenge you. Maybe you just don't realize how much freedom and excitement you're due for (laughs) And the universe does So take it and um, be flexible Whenever you're dealing with Uranus and unexpected energies Remain flexible, remain open, remain open-minded If some old unexpected urge comes within you that you ain't never felt before Guess what? Explore it if if an unexpected event happens that you hadn't necessarily planned for, guess what? Adjust, make the adjustment. Okay. Um. Uh, your patience can be tested. Uranus uh, is also like this really stimul electric, stimulating kind of energy, and it can fray your nerves and stuff. It is a square after all. So, And then with Venus being involved If the love is unrequited or you're not Getting back what you're necessarily giving Out in a relationship um, Your patience Can definitely be tested Around and during this time Keep in mind at the time Of the new moon the moon's going to be Waning or growing after That and you want You As the moon is waning You want to be doing and saying And experiencing and enjoying Things that you want to grow Right along with that moon The visible part of the moon Growing, getting bigger up until the full moon So make sure Even if it is the most Off off the wall of deception Underhanded, low down to the ground Stuff going on that you find out about Or are part of Uh and open minded. You know, there is a potential with you in this energy. There's potential for breakthrough. There's potential for new, fresh, exciting, rejuvenating energy. Okay, and with Neptune so involved in this um, lunation, you definitely want to, the boundaries want to get lifted off anyway. So that's where the accepting and the surrendering comes in and the unconditional love, okay? Now, we additionally here at the new moon have Mars sextiling Jupiter, and so that just means we're going to be given a gift, okay, of uh, Jupiter's the great benefic, okay? And and with the sextile to Mars, we're getting this gift that is margin in nature, much-needed courage, much-needed strength, plus willingness to take risks and extra initiative, okay? Mars is our sexual energy. That can be increased and work in our favor, sexual kundalini energy that it takes to do absolutely anything, Um, and that actually can even help if there are some relationship issues just that, Intensity and that drive and that passion to be with each other that 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 makes y'all so attracted to each other. So definitely tap into that. If you need a gift, a great benefic gift this um, new moon season, then uh, you know Jupiter's here to give it to you by way of this Martian energy. So um, Mars energy wants to do something. Definitely, definitely, definitely. With Jupiter expanding that um, through the sextile, then you just want to um, make sure you are it. Make, make sure you're engaging that margin energy. Make sure you're engaging your sexual energy in a productive, constructive, high vibrational way, okay? And then you get the beautiful gifts. <laughs> Jupiter is also sextiling Saturn at the time of this lunation, and so more gifts. Of the Saturnian kind, okay So um, Sound judgment skills Opportunities for steady growth um, Increased commitment And loyalty leading to Greater satisfaction and commitment And um, Long-term influences that Saturn gives, Saturn brings that energy Of things lasting Okay, and so Um Uh, And Saturn has that energy of being the authority, being the elder, being the authority on a particular subject, okay? Um, So we definitely have the opportunity to expand and receive the gift of experience helping us to be wiser, experience helping us to become the authority on a thing. If something unexpected, it happens here in love Venus is pouring Uranus after all At the time of this lunation On the same day it goes exact So there's a likelihood of A potential test or challenge Within our relationship uh, could be, It doesn't have to be romantic It could just be social It could be familial But either way it goes We're, we're getting an opportunity To either turn a corner to experience a breakthrough, I mean, you've got to look at it with these super Sagittarius eyes. If there ever were, there was a time to do it, it's now. The sun is in Sag. The moon will be in Sag when this happens, and Neptune's involved, okay? So what I want to do now is run through these horoscopes just because I've got to give them to y'all and because um, I, I want y'all to be ready. Let's start out with Capricorn, um, and then I'm just going to go in regular old, old order. I've never done that before, but we're going to do it today, okay? All righty, starting out with Mama's Capricorns. It's almost y'all's time, Capricorn. It is It is officially Sagittarius season as of the 21st. Today is the 23rd, so we're just a couple of days in. So Capricorn, you are definitely in your 12th house season, Okay. So you're chilling out right now. You are, but Mercury, uh, not Mercury. I got y'all. I got y'all ahead of time. Still, <laughs> uh, I I want to talk to y'all about Mercury going into Capricorn so bad, but that may have to wait till next week. Um, Oh, you know what? Y'all just bear with me. I would just do like a break and play some music or something. But if y'all can just give me a few seconds or pause the recording and and come back when you have time. Okay, here we go. Y'all know I'm always ready for y'all, but you know what? Mercury must be going in the zone or something, and y'all know I I got Mercury as my ruler, so y'all got to bear with me sometimes on the radio. That's governed by Mercury, so all things Mercurial are going to be affected. But I got y'all. For the new moon occurring in Sagittarius on the 29th, Capricorn, guess what? And I'm talking about Capricorn sun, moon, or rising sign if you need help. Figuring that out, if you would like a birth chart report that's going to lay out not only your sun, moon, and rising, but all the planetary bodies, where they were in your chart, what that means, and the whole 50 60 page breakdown, uh, make sure, sure, sure that you go to the episode description for today's show. And in the um, episode information, you can either Do this. Just do the one click email access to Mama Dada. It says right below where I list the um, alignments for the week ahead uh, to connect with Mama Dada. You just do the one click email access. That's going to be the easiest way to request any kind of information from me, any services. Shout me out. Just this Astro Love Gift email saying, How are you doing? I enjoy listening. I love those um, emails. And then there is actually a link to give astral love gifts um, as well in that episode information. But back to this new moon in Sagittarius, especially for my mama's Capricorns. Uh, oh, I meant to start with the Sagittariuses. Lord, I want to talk about Mercury going into Capricorns too bad. I don't know why. The Spirit must really want me to say something about it, but likely it'll be said next week. Um, for Sagittarius is it's your time to shine. It's your season. The spotlight, the sunlight literally is on you. Lighting up, warming up the area of faith that your sun sign resides in, that your moon sign, if you're a woman listening to the Sagittarius horoscope so where your moon resides and if you have Sagittarius rising like one of my precious mama's babies, this is gonna you're gonna feel this too. You're gonna feel a sense of like it could be your birthday, okay? The excitement, the inner you're going to feel energized, you know, just flush with new ideas for new projects and new plans and new journeys. Hello, Sagittarius <laughs> that you want to embark upon. And so this is definitely an excellent time for starting something new, because you've got a whole year's worth of new energy. That is being infused through you right now, okay, Fag. And so, whatever it takes to get started with these new initiatives, Fag, you can do it. Um, stick to it, see where it takes you. Like I said, all of it may not stick, but that's not the point. The point is that you're doing that new thing. Mars is associated with this new moon um, by way of that sex pile of Jupiter, it wants you to do something. Saturn wants you to make it practical and ground it out, okay? It's involved with this new moon. Neptune definitely wants you to indulge your imagination. Please, take the boundaries off. Dissolve those boundaries and everything that you can't do it or it's going to take too much money or dissolve that. Just dissolve that. Let Neptune just go on and take all those boundaries and limitations off and and accept and surrender to whatever is, is you're being called to do this new year ahead Sag. This is not your ordinary New moon and new moon, It's a new moon in your sign Sagittarius So forget what I said about The next month on the short term And six months on the long term And for you You are talking about the next year ahead Solar return season Take full divine advantage of it Capricorn, um, Sagittarius Okay Moving on to Capricorn. Okay, the new moon for you clearly, as I just said when I thought I was doing Mercury and Capricorn for course, um the new moon in Sagittarius is falling in your 12th house, Capricorn. Okay, so this is the season before your birthday, seat, your solar return season. And so for my um, Capricorn sun, moon, and rising, you definitely can. Uh, initiate and pursue new opportunities to do something behind the scenes, uh, to do something where you're in the background as opposed to in the spotlight, to do something Neptunian or 12th house related where you're, uh, let's see, you're, you're pursuing a new opportunity that could have a spiritual tone to it. That's 12th house related. Pursuing a new opportunity to end Something which is a 12th house thing. You're the ones I was talking about, Capricorn. When I said y'all could be doing something new as it pertains to endings, y'all could be doing something new as it pertains to the past that and, the, and your subconscious that is governed there in the 12th house as well. Y'all could be doing something new as it pertains to pursuing an opportunity to use your imagination. Or pursuing an opportunity to use, utilize your selflessness, Capricorn. I know that doesn't always come natural to my Capricorns, right? Because we're y'all can be so focused on building and you know reaching the summit of the mountain. But here is a real divine opportunity while your energy is more in the background and more um, behind the scenes. To to be the, you know, uh, you do the angel tree or something. This is so right up the, you know, this is the perfect time for y'all to do something for someone else and not even get any credit for it, not even put your name on it, okay? Um, you could also um, pursue some new opportunities to uh, really get a good understanding on some things, Okay. Um, Like I said, also you can let go of something you no longer need It's an amazing time for you to pursue any any new initiatives with that Capricorn Clearing out the clutter, getting rid of waste Making room for the next new moon Capricorn Which is y'all's new moon in Capricorn next month So y'all, the very same thing I just said to Sag Capricorn I'm going to be saying it to y'all next month So this is y'all's new moon before y'all get to y'all's new moon to make room for that new new that's going to be all about you. Right now, it's about the you behind the scenes, the you in your subconscious, the you in, in your past, the you in anything from your past that you need to clean out, clear out, let go of, get rid of. The behind the scenes view and the, all the things you're doing there to make room for when it's all about you next month. Okay, Capricorn? Aquarius! You guys are experiencing the new moon, of course, through your 11th house, the very house that your energy governs. Okay, so y'all are going to feel really in your element. You should feel really in your element, this new moon, because any new initiatives and new energies that are being stirred up and pursued um, by you guys have everything to do with your own natural energy, so it should not be a stretch for you to do something new as it pertains to your future, okay, because that's that's y'all's energy anyway, it shouldn't be a stretch to do something new, pursue new opportunities um, to achieve or make progress when it comes to your hopes, wishes, or dreams. Because that's y'all's energy anyway, Mamas Aquariuses. It should not be such a stretch to, to do something new as it pertains to new alliances. Come on, new friendships, new um, groups to network with. You could join a new group Take that initiative Mars wanting you to do something And maybe it it might last a long time With Saturn being involved in this blue nation as well Or something you want to be a part of For a while to come Okay Or you could make a, contra, a new contribution um, Y'all's energy Aquarius is very humanitarian You could uh, establish a new tradition Or set a new initiative In the area of humanitarianism or giving to a cause. You can give up your time if you don't have a lot of money, Aquarius, okay? Anything that, uh, you know, uh, involves others, like the group, like the networking possibilities, that's going to be right up y'all's alley. All right, Mamas Pisces, you're up. Um, The new moon in Sagittarius on the 29th for you can mean that you get to pursue new opportunities with goals, okay? You're having a new moon in the 10th house of Saturn, of Capricorn, okay, Pisces, and so that could talk about you um, pursuing new opportunities to achieve a goal, progress with the goal. Uh, You could potentially, since the 10th house is the most public, the most seen part of the chart, you could be getting attention or receiving praise. For work you've already put in 10th house is a house of hard work um, and, and you can Set a new goal as a result of that Well I, I, you know you could say Why well, use this goal you know And now as a result of that I'm going to set a new goal This is the area of your Chart that talks about where you're ambitious And your life direction That you're going in your public Responsibility your responsibility To the public by way of your career you know, and so um, you could make a really good impression, especially as it relates to 10th house people, elders, authority figures, parents, teachers, mentors, um, or you could take on, end up taking on a new responsibility. You can choose to take on a new responsibility, okay? And um, by acting in a way that's conducive to this 10th house rule we'll by Saturn and Capricorn, which means. Being disciplined and responsible and focused, all those things can help open up new opportunities for you at this time, okay? So be your, um, Pisces, be your most responsible, serious, disciplined self, and you could really uh, reap a, a beautiful, bountiful harvest as a direct result, okay? That you could see Potentially as soon As this next full moon That's coming up So Take, take, take Divine full advantage Yes, I see They're holding on the line Calling from the 201 If you give me just a second To finish up these horoscopes, so Number one You may find that Your question is answered Especially if it has to do with you And this new moon And Sagittarius Coming up here um, In the week ahead On Tuesday It'll probably get answered And I see that y'all do that a lot of times Where your hand's raised But then you put your hand down Because I probably answered it But call from the 201 I got you Just sit tight for me, okay? Thank you so much for calling in And listening Be And being a part of the Mama Dada Astrology Experience Where we stay ahead A week ahead at least um, when, As we navigate through these astrological aspects From week to week so, moving on from Pisces, Aries, all mamas, Aries, babies, uh, the new moon that's occurring in Sagittarius, and I am speaking to anyone with sun, moon, or rising in Aries. The new moon for you is actually going to be going through your Sagittarius, the ninth house, okay? So, all my Aries, you're going to feel like a Sag. <laughs> you're going to be satisfied to be super Saggy yourself because you're experiencing this new moon through this Sagittarius nice house, okay? So you can pursue an opportunity for expansion, um, to learn something new, have a new experience. Basically, to be super Sag, you could experience an opportunity to make some new initiatives in this area that talks about speaking and teaching and writing and learning, um, Especially as it relates to higher education or education beyond elementary, okay. Um, your outlook can be very positive. Like I say, Aries, y'all could be acting like some sages up in here, and it's gonna bode well for you. So, put that, keep that positive outlook for the next, um, you know, month while we're in the Sagittarius new moon season. And that in itself can kind of create new opportunities, just like I was saying with Pisces. The more they kind of act in this tenth house way, Capricornian, Saturnian, that could be what produces or creates some new opportunities. I'll say the same thing for you, Aries. Um, Being optimistic, taking a chance on yourself, you know, not being scared to take a risk and having an adventurous spirit and a sense of humor, that's all going to... Um, Really feed This energy that's already This is the thing guys I'm telling y'all what area Of your chart that this New moon is happening in for you Kind of like double dutch Y'all seen double dutch where they're Doing the two ropes and then somebody Jumps in I'm giving y'all an opportunity To jump in To energies that are already in place The the, the ropes are already Turning when you jump in So I'm giving y'all the keys That you can utilize To jump in the game and win Okay These energies are already going on I'm showing y'all how to align Yourselves with them And how to Align them within Yourselves Because everything in The microcosm is simply a reflection of what's in the macrocosm and vice versa. You may hear some people say as above, so below, same, thing. It's a Mars out there and it's a Mars in here. We all have Mars in energy flowing through us all the time. So moving on to Taurus, Mama's Tauruses. Um, the new moon in Sagittarius for you guys is definitely going to be talking about Eighth House Matters, okay, other people's resources, um, doing a new thing there, pursuing new opportunities there, pursuing new opportunities that are mutually beneficial, that involve you and another, okay? Um, you, uh, This new moon could be a, a, a new moon for you, um, Taurus, that talks about pursuing initiatives, new initiatives, Relating to transformation Maybe you want to transform A part of your life, a part of yourself And this is the new moon Taurus that you will Take some of those initial first steps You're initiating, you're pursuing New Opportunities in this area To start a transformation, okay It could relate to transformation It could relate to research And investigation You could um, be initiating new uh, new moves, you know, taking new initiatives as it relates to doing research into something, investigating something, or, or probing into a very serious matter here in the 8th house. It can also talk about you taking new initiatives um, as it relates to your psychological health. I want to really pit that, I mean, with everything that's been going on lately with Kid Cuddy and Kanye West and, you know, all of our dear precious brothers, that um, especially here stateside in the United States, that you know, undergo a lot of psychological. Um, uh, I'm just. I'm not trying to be politically correct at all. I'm just trying to think of the word that most accurately describes what I want to convey. But there's a lot of psychological pressure that a lot of our dear brothers are under. And you can only undergo so much, you know, especially when you're having transits like season and, you know, particular Pluto alignments. This stuff triggers in us, you know, things that maybe haven't been dealt with. So, Taurus, y'all definitely have an opportunity with the new moon in the 8th house to really take some new initiatives. If you're one of my dear brothers that's a Taurus, um, this would be a very good new moon to take some new initiatives Uh, take some steps in a new direction as it relates to your psychological health and well-being, because this is the same eighth house that on a low vibration you could see, like I said, that moon's going to be waning at the point of the new moon, getting appearing bigger to us, the energy growing. My dear Taurus brothers, you don't want to be living and experiencing this time through the lens of your jealousies and and jealous rages and obsessions and, you know, psychological imbalances, you want to be experiencing this on the highest, most powerful, transformative, mutually beneficial way possible. Eighth House also talks about um, mysteries and, 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 and any, all things mystical and occult-like and hidden and, so you can definitely take some new initiatives there if you if you activate and engage this energy on a high vibration, you don't have to worry about the bull. Okay, <laughs> no pun intended, Taurus. All right, moving on, Gemini. A new moon in Sag for you is talking about your seventh house. It's on the complete opposite side of the spectrum as Sag, so it's talking about the other. Partner, relationships of all kinds And a new one could start for you, Gemini Yay! (laughs) Gemini sun sign, Gemini moon If you're a woman And um, Gemini rising You could easily start a new relationship at this time Commit to something new It does not have to be a relationship Um, You could negotiate, play mediator Strike a balance Or increase your charm you could easily be presented with a new opportunity through someone else or through your partner or see someone in your life like your partner presented with a big new opportunity which is likely to affect you um one way or the other so that's amazing uh i like that even if it doesn't have to do with relationships that you this is an opportunity gemini to, to find some balance in your life To strike a balance If things have been out of balance in your life This is going to be a great new moon To, to set some new initiatives For that are going to establish Some balance in your life if, if you've been heavy on one side Versus the other and it's been more like a tug of war You're going to have an opportunity To balance it out perfectly Around this time um, With the 7th house um, Transit um, At the time of the lunation Gemini uh you definitely it definitely can have something to do with communications or co- a very pivotal conversation that uh, assists in the initiation of this new seventh house partnership relationship balancing, compromising, negotiating, mediating, charming energy. All right? All right, Cancer. Cancer, new moon in Sag for you is talking about the sixth house of work and health and daily routine and lifestyle. Okay, so guess what, Cancer? You ready for an upgraded lifestyle? It could happen at this new moon in Sag for you. You could easily start a new work project, pursue a new work opportunity. Um, you could receive praise or recognition for work you've already done. You could definitely find a new way to tackle your daily tasks and towards anything you'd normally do in your daily routine. uh, An infusion of new energy could open up some new opportunities or possibilities for you, okay? Um, Or you could just focus on improving your health, your lifestyle, or daily routine, okay? Um, And improve, you can set forth. I don't ever recommend sweeping changes. I always like, you know, well, if I take this thing out, I'll just add this one thing in to replace it and just stay balanced that way. But however you choose to move forward, Cancer, this is going to be a great new moon to focus on a new lifestyle period, be it with your work or health or your daily routine. Um, a new exercise routine, you can see a new doctor, all kind of possibilities, Cancer, go for it. it um uh, Especially if it relates cancer to stress management, I would pursue it. I know when this sixth house energy is initiated on the lower vibration, it can be kinda stressful. <laughs> um, just because you're the sixth house is concerned with the little details and it's, you know, it's very detail oriented and that can just be nerve wrecking and stressful. So do what you can, um, cancer. Don't try to I, – I want to emphasize that with this success energy. Don't try to do too much or make sweeping changes. If you're going to be that detail-oriented, painstakingly paying attention to things relating to your work, your health, or your daily routine, then don't do, try to do it all at once. That's how, you know, uh, what do they do at the beginning of the year? The resolution, the, what do they call it? New Year's resolutions. And they don't stick because you make them impossible. You go from zero to 100, like really quick, baby steps, cancer at this new moon. All right. That's just word to the wise. I've been observing this sixth house energy for a while, so thought I'd give you a heads up. All right. Mama's Leo's, um, a new moon in Sagittarius, of course, that's one of your sister signs. All right. You, Aries, and, uh, you and Aries, this sister sign. So this is gonna be a great new moon for you leo you're gonna you may feel like it's it's your birthday new moon, <laughs> but for you it's gonna be in that fifth house of enjoyment and fun and sports and games and romance and dating and children and hobbies and gambling that you uh, can set forth some new initiatives um, any kind of creative project. Maybe you pick up a new hobby. You start knitting this new moon, (laughs) Leo, Um, and, 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 and something amazing could spawn from that by the time of the full moon or six months from now. You see what I'm saying? So it's not just setting new initiatives for all my babies. It's not just setting new initiatives in these areas for the sake of saying, oh, I did something new in this area of life. No, it's because by the full moon, okay, on the short end, six months from now, on the long, long-term and for my sages, a year from now, you're going to come face-to-face with the consequences, the results, the reaping of the harvest on seeds sown now, seeds planted now. Pl- plant, plant a seed and sit there and look at it and try to watch it grow. That's 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 a lot of watching, right? Like Kind of like watching water, trying to watch water boil. So it's not the point of, well, I'm going to do this, and I expect exactly this result, and, you know, I'll be so disappointed. No, it is just the fact of constantly being in the mind frame and energy of, okay, well, I have a new moon, Happening in my In this instance for Leo Fifth house, the fifth house of Leo Fifth house ruled by Leo and the sun So just like uh, Who was that That had it Oh, Aquarius So just like Aquarius on the very opposite end Of Leo having this new moon In the Aquarius 11th house Leo is having it in the Leo fifth house And so just as an example Let's just say Uh Okay, fifth house, Leo governs the heart chakra and an open heart and generosity and, you know, that love energy. And so um, uh, loved ones are governed by the Leo fifth house energy. So maybe I just say, okay, I'm going to do a new initiative here, definitely in this heavy activity period of these two weeks while the moon is waning and growing I want to add to that energy These new, some of these new initiatives I want to set forth in this fifth house area of love, okay? So every day, let's just start. I don't want to overwhelm anybody. I don't want to be overwhelmed. I just want to go with the flow of these energies and reap all the benefits that come as a direct result of that. So let's just say from now, from the new moon and for two weeks through to the full moon, Every day, I'm initiating something new as it relates to the people I love, something I don't normally do. That's new, right? If it's something you don't normally do, you're going to do a new thing as it relates to your loved ones. You're sowing seeds energetically that you want to reap a harvest on here by the time the full moon comes, that you want to reap a harvest here. If it's something that can't feasibly happen in two weeks, that's going to take a longer term, maybe about six months, that you reasonably want to reap a harvest on then, long-term, then you are now in these next sensitive two weeks where the, just think of it, the soil is just so fertile in these next two weeks, just so ripe for whatever seeds you want to sow in these areas. Well, maybe it's with children, Leo. It's It's in the fifth house. Ruled by Leo and the sun, your energy. Maybe you want to do something new with your children if you have them, or a child in your life that you love since it falls under the category of loved one. Uh, romance and dating falls here. If you're dating, maybe you want to, um, you know, I, I, they got, I think, the free weekend on one of those dating websites this weekend. Maybe you have been playing with the idea of, of going there and, and trying it out. That's Maybe that's one of the new initiatives that you embark upon or undertake. So hopefully I'm giving y'all some really key concepts here. This is not hooky spooky. It doesn't take 35 steps to get it done. It, you just do it. You just are aware of it. I'm making y'all aware of it a week ahead of time, and then you just flow. You go with the flow. It's not rocket science. It's astrology. <laughs> Thank God. So um, this is also good energy, Leo, if you want to do a new thing within the context of an existing relationship where you, you are rekindling the flames and breathing and infusing new initiatives into that, um, uh, the open-heartedness and the cheery warmth of that fifth house Leo energy um, is going, could also open up new opportunities for you, Okay. Uh, being more positive, being more sociable Playful especially Just letting your inner child come out to play Leo, y'all do it so well This is y'all's energy So it shouldn't be, like I said to Aquarius It should not be hard Just be you, do you Just infuse some new energy Into it, okay Leo uh, Your child Could be in the spotlight As well during this time Virgo Virgo a new moon in Sagittarius for you is talking about your fourth house, okay? Um, mutable sign, just like Sagittarius. Um, this, this new moon is happening in a very pivotal part of your chart, just like Sag, just like Gemini, just like Pisces, Virgo. Um, yours is dealing with home and family, okay? So starting a new home project home improvement project, um, connecting or reconnecting with a relative or family member, um, planning or initiating a family gathering, um, planning or initiating a move or the selling or the purchasing of, of, of a home or real estate or property uh, could be going on for you right now, Virgo. Um And hopefully, uh, 4th house is definitely an emotional area of the chart, okay? So with it being a Sagittarius new moon, I know it can be tough for my earth signs, like Virgo sometimes, to access that optimism, but y'all definitely have access to it at this new moon, and you want to maximize that for these two weeks leading up to the full moon, okay, Virgo? Um, You can also pursue an opportunity to start something From the ground up, this is that fourth house, the very bottom of the chart, the very opposite of um, that tenth house at the top of the chart, the most public and seen part. This is the most hidden and private bottom part of the chart, where you have the opportunity to start something that six months from now you can see, okay, the uh, the fullness of, okay so anything that you want to start from the ground up uh from the ground up Virgo can be initiated now during this uh, two weeks okay uh, all right libra libra i got libra and i got scorpio then we're, we're we can move on okay um and i can definitely check in on the phone line at that point okay a new moon in Sag for my Libras. Uh, let me give you all a heads up. If you're wanting personal readings, I do not do readings on the air. Uh, what you can do, I've already mentioned, but I'll mention it again, there's episode information for this show, and you can scroll down to connecting with me via one-click email access. That is the best way to get a reading is to contact me there, or, um, and we can take it from there. Um, If you have any other questions, please, please hang on the line, and I'm getting to you right after I do the Scorpio horoscope. So for my Libras, um, this Sagittarius new moon can can be used by you, my dear Libras, to pursue a new idea. Um, Third house is coming up for you guys. So learning something new, gathering some new information, starting a writing project, or having... A positive communication, initiating or starting a positive communication between you and someone. There in the third house, it could easily be people within your neighborhood, your neighbors. It could be people. It could be siblings there in the third house. Maybe you're initiating positive communication with them um, or other relatives that you don't live with, okay? Um, Like cousins. And so your mind can be very active. The third, a third house transit. Can be very busy Libra Okay so I mean y'all are air sign Too um, Just like Gemini that governs that third house But You know y'all are Libra Governed by Venus and third house Is is Mercury ruled So it can be a bit tricky It can be busy it can be fast Paced it can be a lot of Errands going on maybe you um, Initiate something You know to make your errand running smoother Or better or easier, okay Either way it goes Your mind is going to be very active um, uh, But it should be very uh, A light mood or mode You know, Gemini governs That third house governs Elementary age children And, you know, and, and uh, comedy You know, uh, wit That's part of having a sense of humor Where it's more mental Because you're so quick and witty and and so that can definitely uh, aid you in uh, opening yourself up to new opportunities as well that could come about here during the time of new moon and Sag season. And lastly, but never least, my powerful, beautiful, transformative Scorpios, um, uh, new moon and Sagittarius for you is, Uh, Highlighting your second house of Money honey okay So this is going to be a great new moon To pursue a new Financial opportunity or um, Get Information or advice About how to better manage Or handle your finances in a new Way Um, and it Can be um, A a time Where you Pursue new ways to for stability and security financially in your life, it can be a very calming season and time for you. Okay, um, enjoy, enjoy. The, when you have a second house transit Scorpio, it's time to stop and smell the roses. Okay, and it's time to stop. It's it's a money house. But your money shows up the most, and I'm taking this on experience and observation. Your money shows up the most and the quickest, especially if you want a two-week turnaround, Scorpio. If you want the new initiatives that you're taking at the time and around this new moon leading up to this full moon that's coming two weeks later, leading up to the full moon coming six months after that, you're definitely going to want to count those blessings, Scorpio. That's how you get more. Second house is the house of collecting, collecting the monties, collecting those possessions, and so um, and collecting that self-esteem and that confidence, That putting that in your bank, okay? So what I want all my Scorpios to do to get the most out of this, uh, look, money, new moon, for you personally at least, is to find as many things, set a new initiative, set some new intentions that that talk about how thankful you are for what you already have in your position, how thankful you are uh, for everything that you do already value about yourself. Okay, and build up that um, that that appreciation bank, build up that self-esteem and that confidence bank, and watch. And watch your stability and your security get real full by the time of this full moon. Okay, all right, y'all. Let's see what we got, how much time we got left. Just like I knew, I knew that hand would go down. I, I breaks it down. I take the um, horse from a, a trusted website that I referred to earlier in the show, just because they hit on the, those houses. They hit on those houses. A lot of the astrology information you're going to come across, then I can use terminology like houses if they want you to get a gist. There's one that I follow on YouTube, and she, she never says houses, but I can tell in every horoscope she do, because I mess around and listen to all 12, I can tell every horoscope she does, she's, she is talking about and describing these houses, but she never uses that word. She never talks about first, second, third says house she just talks about the area of your chart that governs the self she won't say first house so I just try to break it down for y'all so y'all can get some of the keywords and the correlation and the context for this overarching astrological conversation that's being had all over the world and for centuries now we just now getting we' just now jumping in look a year ago since this show started but You know what, better grace than never, and we jumped in getting ahead, so we could stay ahead, so I'm so glad y'all are on this journey with me. Caller from the 201, so patiently waiting. You are now live on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. You there, caller? Okay, I thought you had put your hand down, but I saw it pop back up, so I wanted to Get on the line with it, you Checking with you it, one more it, time It popped back up You'll Because wanna... I'm here okay. it, is it popped back... it... Yes it is Hadassah <laughs> Hadassah I am Hold on Because I, I got to call you when I get off the air I don't have a lot of time I have to run But I want to chat with you and I'm so glad you called in Let me just drag your Number here so I can Capture it How are you doing? Hadassah, are you still there? Uh-oh I think I lost you, Hadassah But I'm about, I got your 201 number I'm going to call you afterwards Alright I guess she was having a little bit of problems With her lines If you're a long-time listener, you've heard Hadassah On the air before Her energy is just Electric and I'm so glad she called in She's just a friend Of the show and um, She loves the fact That we stay ahead and that we we Stay on point around here (laughs) At the Interpeace Lighthouse Radio frequency So thank you, thank you, thank you With the four minutes That we have left in today's show I definitely want to just mention what we've got left in the um, week ahead, and then when we get back here next Wednesday, we'll jump off into the rest. Um, so I already mentioned that Venus is squaring here, and it's the exact same day of the new moon, just 2.20 p.m. Central, um, with the new moon being early, that rising, that alignment is going to go on later in the afternoon, um, the very next. Day on the 30th, on Wednesday when we reconvene, I can dig a little bit more into the sun square Neptune that goes exact that evening at 7.17 p.m. Central, okay? That's the one with the weakening effects. Actually, I guess I've already gone into it pretty significantly in this show just because of its correlation to the new moon. So we probably won't have much to catch up on next week. Um, this is Let's see We do have a moon, uh, moon conjunct Mercury that sends it into Void status for 4 hours And 44 minutes there on The 30th Wednesday as well At 10.08pm So a very short You know that's around Bedtime anyway so just a very, you, you may miss it If you fall asleep Earlier that evening you may miss it, so the sleep should be really peaceful and good um, that night. Uh, I have I've went over all the void moon kind of guidelines with y'all earlier in the show, so just keep the same thing in mind if you happen to be up during those hours. As of 2.52 a.m. on the 1st, which is Thursday in the week ahead, the moon does go into Capricorn. We're gonna get very serious. I know it's Sag season. We'll be coming off the high of the Sagittarius new moon, but guess what? As of next Thursday, when you when you rise up, you, we're all gonna be emotionally satisfied to get serious, to get down to work, to take whatever we are dealing with emotionally, you know. And channel it into whatever work needs to get done, especially if it's something difficult, especially if it's something that requires extra discipline and patience on our part, especially if it's something that, um, you know, has longer-term effects or or, um, is related to our longer-term goals. uh, We're going to be in a mind, in a mood to do that, okay? Okay. Capricorn energy is uh, governs all things traditional And and the tried and the true So, you know, as much as we've been in do-something-new mode More than likely by Thursday when we rise up We're going to want something that um, is, has practical, you know, grounding Lasting, something we can really depend on when we get to this space energetically, okay? so I know we'll still be in new mode. It'll still be Sagittarius new moon season when this happens. But during this time, these couple of few days, what's going to satisfy us all emotionally is going is going to be something that has substance to it, something that we can see, earth signs, if Capricorns an Earth sign, we're going to want to, to produce something tangible results, okay? And so we can definitely dig into that a little bit more. Um, Chiron stations direct in the week ahead there on the 1st. It's been retrograde for quite a few months at 3.53 a.m. Central on the 1st. And then we've got the Mars-Jupiter trine on the 1st at 9.40 p.m. We've got on the 2nd at 3.18 p.m. Central, Mercury entering Capricorn and another void moon. Uh, On the heels of a Mars Saturn sextile So we've got about 45 seconds left you guys I just want to take this divine opportunity to say Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you In this season of giving thanks, thank you For your continued support, your listenership Staying connected to Mama Daughter Astrology MyAstrologyCoach.com And the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency We love you, love you, love you and connect with us, okay? Um, Episode information has everything you need to get directly connected to me or Brother Aminra. Okay? Peace and love and happy whatever holiday you may be celebrating or not, and we'll see you back here next week. Peace. I say Ra.